Well, hey there, team. This is podcast number 522 for Coach Jeff. It's the 18th of December 2015, and this is episode three of the Muay Thai Podcast. Well, hey there, team, and welcome along to this episode of the podcast, podcasting since 2007 and heard by more than 1 million people in over 160 countries. I am your host, Coach Jeff, and today on the Fighters Podcast, I chat with the Muay Thai guy, Sean Fagan. Check out all things Coach Jeff at coachjeff.com.au. Hop on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Coach Jeff Podcast, and by doing that, you'll get all the content we produce. And uh, while you're there, uh, also subscribe to the Coach Jeff Archives Podcast, where you'll find all the old shows prior to show number 225 while you're there at itunes too maybe leave a uh, review for us that is always pretty helpful stop chafing right there in his tracks for simply the very best anti-chafing powder on the market get yourself some squeaky cheeks in your socks and your jocks while you're getting your training done simply nothing better to help prevent chafing keep you nice and fresh find it all over there at www.squeakycheeksdownunder it's enough of the way uh, enough of the coach banging away here at the desk if you can only see what goes on here sometimes i tell you um, time for us to get stuck into the show, so uh, let's go and catch up with the Muay Thai guy, Sean Fagan. Filipino fighting pride, power punch when he strikes, knock you out to terminate. All righty, guys, welcome back to the podcast, and uh, joining me on the phone tonight, uh, well, it's morning for him, but it's nearly midnight for me. Uh, I've been uh, following this guy and his podcast for a while. Just an absolute pleasure. Sean Fagan, how are you, buddy? Good. Good. Thanks so much for having me and adjusting to the time period for me because I know it's a little bit of a different. Always whenever I try to get interviews with Australians or people from the other side of the world, it tends to be super difficult setting this up with really easy. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Mate, I've got nothing to do. I don't need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's because uh, I've got a big day tomorrow. It's uh, like it's 11 p.m. here now. And uh, I got to roll out of bed at 4 a.m. for a training session, and then uh, then some uh, lawns to be mowed, and then off to the gym for some training. So uh, that's why I snuck away and had a couple of hours sleep before we chatted, man. So I'm good to go. I got coffee. I'm right. I'm right, man. Five hours of sleep. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll sleep when I'm dead, man. So, man, I just uh, I got to say, you know, uh, you're known as the Muay Thai guy, uh, and I love what you're doing, man. Uh, I there's very rarely do we come across people in life that are so passionate about um, a sport or activity or a, you know or, or anything. You know, most people these days are sort of half-assed about most things. And but man, you are just uh, you are the Muay Thai guy. Um, it, it's as simple as that. Yeah, it's weird how it's kind of manifested to what it is today. It was kind of. I, I didn't know what my passion was for the longest time, and after college, uh, I didn't really know what path to take. I was mixing in personal training. I was playing baseball and hockey a little bit uh, through college and after college, but once I stopped competing, I didn't really have anywhere to go, and I somehow grad, uh, just gravitated towards MMA, and then I didn't enjoy the grappling aspect, so I just stuck with Muay Thai, and then just kind of fell in love with that. And then once I decided that Muay Thai was going to be it, I just threw myself into it and just gave it 100%. And like you said, a lot of people tend to half-ass a lot of things. And I just kind of made the decision that I wasn't going to half-ass this. I was going to go all or nothing. And it's worked out pretty well so far. 
Mate, you have. You've been uh, you've been doing a lot of fighting. A record of nineteen and six, I think you're at now. No, unfortunately, nineteen and seven now. After my last fight with oh, uh, Pedro, but oh, it's all right. Still, still okay with me, mate. Actually, <laughs> now that you mentioned, let's jump straight to that because that is dead set something I want to ask you about. I, I and I I still chuckle about it now. But you interview a guy on uh, on your podcast, which we'll chat about in a second. So uh, you interview a guy on the podcast. Next thing, you and him are in the ring trying to beat the living crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, that was a very unique situation. Uh, Pedro's a really cool guy. And I remember his coach reached out to me and wanted to get him more exposure because he was kind of like an MMA boxing hybrid who just crossed over to Muay Thai. So... They wanted to get him more exposure in the Muay Thai world, especially because he was fighting a lion fight. So I interviewed him. We had a great chat. He was a really cool guy. And uh, then they offered me to fight him. I was like, yeah, why not? And uh, it's funny because at the end of the, the interview, I was like, well, hopefully one day we'll get to be in the ring together and, and throw down and go figure it was uh, meant to be and it happened. And yeah, we were really cordial during the whole weigh-ins and everything like that. Even during the fight, we had like mini conversations and while we were throwing punches at each other and stuff. So uh, afterwards, nothing but respect. And yeah, he came, he was a better fighter that night. But I had a lot of fun, and it was a really, really just fun experience being able to fight against opponent like him on my fight, the biggest promotion here in the U.S. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Man, it was a great fight, and and like you know. Uh I think that's what sums up um, the sport of, of Muay Thai is that there's so much uh, respect. I think the thing, you know, I, I have a long history in boxing and, and, uh, and karate was my martial art. Um, but I think over the years, especially the boxing and the MMA, it's become so much trash talk and so much uh, disrespect. And there almost seems to be you can't box someone now unless you absolutely, you know, hate their guts. And I think... With uh, with the tie boxing, it, it's it's a totally different thing. There's so much uh, friendship and respect both before and after the fight, um, which you and Pedro displayed. But man, watching you guys within the rounds, man, it was there was no no quarter given. It was like it was pretty good fighting. Yeah, the thing is, the way I, I look at it is, if you want to show respect to your opponent, you try to kill them. You try to test them as much as you can and push them past their limits because that's what's really showing respect. It's just trying to push them as far as you can and and that's why we fight is just to get past our comfort zone and if you don't have a worthy who is able to push you as far as you're willing to push yourself then it's not going to be as much of a fight as you'd like it to be so i'm very thankful for opponents like pedro and for other opponents i've faced i i haven't really disliked or hated any of my opponents but i don't think that takes away from me wanting fight just as hard uh i guess in mma and boxing it, it might be a little bit different with just promoting the fights and selling the fights and even for some fighters trying to get in the right mindset that they might need to hate someone to fight them but like you said muay thai is just a little bit of a different breed and uh mo- almost all the people i've met in the muay thai community in the muay thai world were all relatively respectful for the most part and everyone's always trying to just one up each other on how f- respectful and friendly we can be and it's kind of funny how we uh, go about it that way yeah i love it i love it and uh, and speaking of interviewing uh, pedro man i'm just loving your podcast uh, and and of course there's two podcasts i want to talk about first off is yours uh the muay thai guy uh, podcast and secondly the podcast that you're doing with your buddy paul 
uh, Benishek, uh, the Muay guys. It's like both shows are just simply awesome, man. Loving every minute of them. Glad you're enjoying them. Yeah, the, the my initial podcast was kind of just someone mentioned, oh, you should start a podcast. So I was like, all right, I guess I could do that. So I started the podcast. I just reached out to a bunch of top team fighters. They got right back to me, surprisingly, and then I started interviewing them. And now I'm about 100 episodes deep, and people have really been enjoying it, especially because there's not really a Muay Thai-specific podcast out there that's consistent. So I'm thankful that I'm the one that happened to just fill that niche. In. And then uh, Paul, uh, me and him ended up training in Thailand together. We've been friends for a little while now, and uh, I know he started his website, MuayThaiAthlete.com, and he wanted to start a podcast too, and he thought about kind of having a different format and a different Muay Thai-related podcast. And we started that a couple months ago. It's been really good. It's a little bit more of a casual chat where we go over just our training tips and experiences we've interviewed a couple fighters and coaches as well uh, ask them about their experiences and and try to pick knowledge from their brain and yeah it's been uh it's been so much fun and i can't even tell you how much i've learned from the interviews i've done on the podcast but uh just the ability to be able to pick these fighters brains who are up level world experience has been unreal and it's been so cool to be able to uh just be in the position to to do yeah i lost you for a minute then the, the joys of the internet man and skype calling you disappeared a bit but i, I think we got most of that uh, all right cool yeah you know how it is and, and just on that subject man isn't podcasting one of the easiest things you've ever done <laughs> it really it kind of is though, because all you're doing is bullshitting and talking initially like the the setup was a little annoying because I'm not like the most technical guy online, but uh, yeah, you're just basically having a conversation with people who are interested in the same stuff you're interested in, so you can't can't beat it. Yeah, I love it. And uh, if people only knew what goes on in the background trying to do a podcast, man, it's like uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's they'll never know. They'll never know, man. Got a whole book on it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, just quickly talk us through uh, your website. Uh, where where can people find you on the web? Uh, com. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the straight-up domain name, uh, com. so I had to get the dashes in between. But if you just Google guy, chances are you'll find me. I'm everywhere. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And uh, recently, I've been really trying to upgrade my YouTube channel. We've been getting guest instructors and guest fighters uh participate by submitting their own videos with techniques tutorials drills combinations all that kind of stuff and uh it's been that's been another really cool thing to just network with the muay thai community with and get to just see different styles of teaching different styles of uh fighting and yeah like everything i do with muay thai guy and the podcast and youtube it's just the the coolest thing about it is the connections I, I get and the people I, I can meet and talk with and yeah it's just been uh it's been unreal because I, I never expected it to be where it is today man i i uh i've got to say buddy that uh that website is just chock full um uh, there's so many, like the between the website and uh your youtube channel man that's like uh full-time viewing for me there's just so much stuff to and and 
there's information, there's there's instruction, there's technique. Um, I think what Lawrence does with the the breaking down of things, uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence, Kenshin, yeah. Lawrence Kenshin we're talking about, of course, what he's doing with the breakdown of things is just unbelievable, unbelievable. So you know we'll we'll put links to uh, to all those places in the show notes if people want to go and find it, but. Man, it's uh, it's almost becoming. I think the website's almost a bit like a one-stop shop these days. That's the game plan I wanted to be. If you're a Muay Thai fan or addict or whatever you want to call yourself, and you just want to feed yourself more Muay Thai, I want Muay Thai Guy to be like the number one place you go to for basically everything. The one thing I am missing is uh, just like event updates and results and that kind of stuff. But I'm using Muay Thai Guy more as a training resource for people who are competing or just participating in the sport and want to improve their, their mental training, their, their weight cutting, their technique, all that kind of stuff. And uh, speaking of Lawrence, ever since I've partnered up with Lawrence to create Knock More Nation, which is our exclusive membership site, uh, the, the amount of content we've been able to put out and the amount of uh, additional just free videos and blog posts and podcasts has been even more and he's been able to add quality to it with his breakdowns and since he's so has such an analytical mind he's able to give me ideas for future videos and future podcasts and uh yeah i'm just uh just loving where the where more Thai guy and knack more nation are going and it, it's only going to be growing from there yeah that was going to be my next thing man it was knock more nation because that's uh i just love that awesome awesome stuff and uh and good pricing, you know, like if you want to become a full member uh, over on your site, um, you know, it is good value, man, for, for what you get. And I think I, I thank God for guys like Lawrence because, like, you know, I, I very rarely get around to analysing why I got the living crap beat out of me inside the <laughs> ring, you know, because I'm too busy nursing my wounds and I'm like, I just go straight back to training and go, right, okay, let's, let's not try to have that, that happen again. Um, mm-hmm. But the way Lawrence breaks things down and, and you, you start to look at, you know, angles and, and what actually took place. I think a classic example is um, that awesome fight on the weekend, the whole 13 seconds of it with, oh, yeah. uh, with, with McGregor knocking out Aldo. Like, you know, and I think that was a classic. That, that to me was a, a Lawrence Kenshin moment, you know, the way that, 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 uh, that Conor McGregor had obviously broken that down so many times in training, um, stepped, into, uh, stepped into the cage and it was all over in 13 seconds. Yeah, Lawrence has an eye for that kind of stuff. He's able to slow things down and just pick apart what happened because everything happens so fast in the context of a fight. It's kind of hard to see what techniques are being used and what kind of strategies are being used, but he's able to take like a bird's eye view of a fight and see what's actually happening and slow things down so this way you you can explain it to the people who even experts in the in the field, expert Muay Thai fighters, <clears throat> they're able to really take stuff away from his uh, breakdowns and and analysis because it just opens up your eyes to so many different strategies and tactics you can use. And ever since like the the fight analysis niche has been growing with Jack Slack and Robin Black and Lawrence Kenshin, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a really interesting field and it's been a really just eye-opening to have Lawrence on board and to show me some of the things that he sees. And, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm thankful for being able to contact him and reach out to him. And ever since I've been working with him with uh, Nakamoy Nation, uh, the content has just been upgraded dramatically. And I'm looking forward to see what else we come up with in the near future. 
Yeah, yeah, exciting times, brother. Exciting times, man. The other thing I wanted to chat about quickly too was uh, your uh, Muay Thai retreats. Uh, I know that you're only a couple of weeks away from uh, heading off to Costa Rica. Um, yes, sir. And uh, training camps in Thailand. And I tell you, man, that's something uh, I want to come and do uh, sooner or later. Man, I want to come do uh, one of these training camps in Thailand, man. I just think that that would be the duck's guts, man. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy how, like I said, life is just crazy, man. And the fact that I'm able to do this as a part of my job is just unreal. And uh, I guess I'll talk about the the Costa Rica retreats first, which are seven day retreats. And it's essentially like a, it's a vacation, but it's a Muay Thai training vacation where we train Muay Thai almost twice a day, every day. Mixing some yoga, we'll go on hikes inside the, in the jungle of Costa Rica, uh, take surf lessons, go to the beach, and the the food there is to die for. They have new food every single day, buffet style for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it's all clean, it's all organic, it's all local. It's, it's so good, it just melts in your mouth. And then on top of that, the people that I've met on the route so far have amazing people who are just looking to get a change of pace and to get re-inspired re-motivated to get back to their normal life and really kick it in the ass so i'm trying to make these retreats kind of like a just a reset button so you can escape the day-to-day grind come take an amazing vacation in the tropical beaches of costa rica train in the sport you love meet some awesome people just get your mind right to go back to your normal day-to-day life and just uh, kick it up a notch and stay motivated with your training, your life, and, and stay active. And so, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I have one coming up January 3rd to January 10th and uh, another one in March, March 20th to March 27th. And then uh, the Thailand Fight Camp, that's more uh, tailored towards people who want to compete. And even if they don't want to compete, they have to want to train like a fighter. So... And from January 17th to February 14th, we're doing a one-month fight camp. Uh, some people are doing it for two weeks. Other people are doing it for four weeks. But essentially, we're just going to be grinding it out day in and day out, twice a day. We're going to have pad holders at Kong Sita Gym in Bangkok. And we're going to be training together. We'll be mixing in some Dutch-style drills and going to see fights at Lumpini Stadium. We'll also have seminars taught by Sanchai and Pechpun Chu, who are two of the top Thai fighters in the world which is awesome. And uh, at the end of the camp, or at the end of who, the, the, the campers' stay, whether it's two or four weeks, they'll have the option to fight on a, either a local promotion, an in-fight or in-house fight, or maybe one of the bigger promotions like Max Muay Thai or maybe at one of the stadiums. But, yeah, I, I hope to make the Thailand fight camp and the Thailand or the Costa Rica retreats like a yearly or annual thing. So hopefully you'll be able to make one of them at, at some point in the future. That would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's almost, uh, uh, in the sport of Muay Thai, it's almost like a bit of a pilgrimage to get to Thailand, you know, to to uh, to actually go there and train like a fighter. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's the, you know, I think that's the big difference to me. You know, Costa Rica's like, uh, have a vacation, but make it a worthwhile vacation um, mm-hmm. and uh, and go into Thailand and actually get to train and uh, like a fighter and just immerse yourself in that whole fighting culture over there, I think is... Uh, yeah, that's that's got a lot said for that, you know. And I think yeah, it, it's it that would be very difficult to do. I think if you weren't like if you weren't a hundred percent prepared to train like a fighter, um, yeah, and, and then get there and uh, and and have to be grinding it out as you do, you know, two three times a day, 
Yeah, man, it's uh, it's tough, but it would be a heap of fun, I reckon. Yeah, it's definitely not easy, and I I wanted to make sure the people who are coming are, are committed to the training. And it's not like you have to train twice a day every day. I personally am not a fan of that, and a lot of people uh, kind of disagree with me. And they say, oh, the Thais train twice a day, six days a week. They barely eat anything, and they're able to keep up with it. Well, I'm not a Thai. I don't... I can't eat just rice and chicken for uh, two meals a day and train six hours a day, twice a day. Uh, it's just not for me. So I'm very open-minded to letting your body rest so you're not overtraining and letting your mind rest so you're able to focus on your training. Uh, much more of a component of quality over quantity. And although quantity is obviously very important, uh, I don't want me personally, when I'm training, if I'm going through the motions, I feel like I'm not learning anything. I'm, I might be picking up bad habits, and I'm just not aware of my motions or my technique, and that could actually be detrimental to my training as a whole. Whereas if I'm focused, say I'm training, I'd much rather train two hours one, once a day with complete focus and intention those two hours than train six hours throughout the day where I'm just kind of I'm half there, I'm half not. I'm just doing the techniques just to do the techniques because otherwise I end up hating training. I don't enjoy it. And uh, the reason I started the sport and started fighting is because I enjoy it. And uh, once I stop enjoying it, that's when I'll, I'll stop training it. So I want to make sure that I don't burn out and I, w I don't want anyone else to burn out either because it's so easy. Because once you go to Thailand, you're like, oh, oh yeah, I'm in Thailand. I got to train twice a day. I got to train for three hours at a time. But you don't, and uh, each person is different. Some people might be able to do that. Some people might not. But like you said, the, the training is, uh, is a different level over there, and so you just have to be mentally and physically ready if you, if you plan to make the pilgrimage over. Yeah, I've got to agree with you too, man. I, uh, 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 you know, my coaching and my own personal training – uh, has gone from, you know, in my early days, it was all quantity, 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 quantity. No, I mean, doesn't matter what sport it was I was, I was coaching for or, or my own fighting uh, training. It was all about more and more and more, whereas these days it's about less and less. It's I really look for the quality. What I do, um, uh, just as an aside, is I'll, I'll go like single sessions, you know, a day for, for maybe – a week but then i might string together a few days where i'll double up on sessions or do back-to-back -back sessions so like train late in the day and then uh, and then train again early the next day um but i'm really about the, the the quality of work now and reading your body and go okay well i really feel like i need a couple of days of of, of harder double sessions but then i get back back out of it i might take you know a, a day or even a, a day and a half to two days completely off freshen up and then go again yeah, you have to listen to your body, and like I was mentioning before, everyone is different. Everyone's life is different, too, so your schedule for your training is going to be different than most other people's, too. And so You just kind of have to uh, take what you can get and learn how you train and learn what the best options for you are. And, uh, yeah, like you said, some days I'll train twice in a row as hard as I can. Other days I'll take just a light run and maybe do some light shadow boxing and then the next day I'll go hard again and the next day I'll take off. I, I don't like having like a, a too structured of a training camp. I mean, I like to have some kind of idea of where I want to be and what I want to be aiming for and I'll have like a general outline of what I want to do during the week. 
But that doesn't mean that's exactly what I'm going to be doing because depending on injuries, depending on how my body's feeling, depending on life in general, uh, things might get switched around. So I think the ability to be open uh, to change and open to finding the best ways for you to optimize your training is, is key to really evolve in the sport. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. Absolutely love what you're saying, and I think that's a that's the thing that's sticking out for me with uh, with what you and Paul are doing on the Muay Thai guys um, podcast. Is there's a lot of that stuff. Like you, you guys did some shows on, um, you know, your first fight, um, different types of fighters, um, you know, things like cutting weight, um, you know, diet preparation. There's so much good stuff that you guys are doing over on that podcast. It's almost like a, uh, I mean, you want to you want to learn how to fight and get in the ring. It, it is a step by step plan. So I think, you know, that's uh, that's why I'm so excited about you know personally what you're doing with your website and and your YouTube channels and and Knock My Nation and and equally as excited about what you and Paul are doing on the other podcast. Just so much good stuff there. If you, you know, if you're uh, if you're a fighter and you're just looking for a bit extra, man, there's some great content over there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're, we're just really trying to help grow the sport and help uh, bring awareness to the people who are already in the sport on how to really uh, get the best out of your training because uh, it wasn't too long ago where there was no YouTube videos on Muay Thai. There was no content related to Muay Thai. You had to really like buy DVDs or VHS in order to find old K1 fights, not even Muay Thai fights. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still it's still a new sport to a lot of people, and a lot of people don't really understand the intricacies of what's involved in the training camp and the weight cutting and the mindset and everything. And so the podcast that I'm doing with Paul is kind of touching on all those areas so this way people can be a little bit more aware of if they decide they want to fight they know exactly what to expect they know what kind of emotions they should be feeling and the fact that you should be anxious you should be nervous it's okay to feel that way uh not a lot of people expect that kind of stuff and i think uh, the more we help educate people and inspire people through the podcast and through the content the more it'll help the sport grow because it'll, it'll just pour out the ripple effect once we affect one person that will affect their training partners and the people around them and then once they affect their training partners and the people around them they'll affect their training partners and the people around them so it kind of just yeah, keeps building on and on and yeah it's been a uh, quite a journey so far and i'm really looking forward to just see uh where more tie is going because in the past few years it's grown so much here in america and I know it's been growing in Australia and pretty much all around the world too. So it should be interesting to see where it is in like five or ten years' time. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think I, I remember the old VHS. I said VHS to someone the other day and they looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, it was a big cassette that we shoved in the front of this big black box under our TV. And they just like, what? what? <laughs> it's like, that was how you got your content, man. How you got your content. So, exactly. Well, buddy, it's been an absolute pleasure. It really has uh, to touch base with you and uh, and spread the word and spread the love for uh, for uh, Muay Thai and, and, and what yourself is doing and uh, what uh, yourself and Paul are doing. Um, keep up the great work. Uh, I watch from the sidelines with interest. I'm really keen to see you fight again. Any idea of a, 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 an upcoming fight maybe? Uh, I'll probably be fighting during the training camp in Thailand at some point. Uh, cool. No set date or anything, but... When you go to Thailand, it's kind of like you have to fight almost if you're yeah. a fighter. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll get in the ring while I'm over there. All right, man. We'll bump that uh, record up from uh, 19 and 7 to 20 and 7, eh? 
Let's hope so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll keep up the great work. Stay in touch, mate. Anything... Uh, yeah, anything you've got to uh, to spread or, uh, you know, something pops up, get in touch with us, mate. More than happy to have you back on uh, the Fighters podcast to talk a little bit of uh, Muay Thai and, uh, and spread the love. Well, dude, thank you so much for the opportunity. It was a pleasure talking with you. Absolutely. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, the Muay Thai guy himself, Sean Fagan. An absolute pleasure. Don't go away, guys. We're going to uh, pop back on the other side and tidy it all up. We'll be back in just a tick. Get your left foot forward, get your hands up, get your chin down, take a step forward. This is yours. You just, you just gotta take it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Remind yourself how much you have to learn, how far we have to go. You love it? You have to, you have to stuck with it. You cannot quit. To look deep inside yourself. Listening first. You have to listening first. Are you going to be better than you were yesterday? Make a man be a man. Make a man be better man. You're bigger than you thought you were. You can take you can take more steps today than you can take yesterday. It'll be your record. It's going to be a statement. Make a choice and make it happen. Period. team that'll just about wrap us up for this episode of the fighters podcast a huge big thank you to sean fagan the muay thai guy check it all out at the there'll be links uh, in the show notes for where you can find uh, sean on all the different social media platforms um man doing some great things go and uh, hop on over to itunes as well and uh, subscribe to the muay thai guy uh, podcast and the muay thai guys uh, you know great listening on both of those podcasts so hop on over to itunes and, uh, and subscribe to those shows and uh, enjoy some listening. Well, that's about enough of the coach banging away in here at the desk. Time for me to get out of here now. Of course, remember what the coach always says. Train to race and race to win. But, man, you have a heap of fun along the way. Until we see you on the very next episode of the Fighters Podcast or maybe see you in the ring somewhere, this is the coach saying bye-bye for now.